This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Charlotte Chung and Fred Tatashore. And you're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time, Time Live. Live. This week, I talk about my most anticipated games of 2023. Kenny Omega returns to Japan as the one-winged angel. And in our final stage, I reviewed the annoying fighting game experience known as Fish 2. All this and more in this edition of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up. Welcome back to a 2023 edition of Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. I hope everybody's having a great first week of the new year. And uh, a lot of really a lot going on. And I really hope that everybody is having a safe and great week. We had, you know, from in, in the world of pop culture and, and sports and everything. And it's just been crazy with all the things that has happened this week. And, uh, you know, if, if you're going through something, thoughts and prayers and, and hearts to all of you out there. If uh, you're having a great week, you know, keep it moving and keep it going and spread the spread the uh, health, if you will, the mental health, if you will, for others. But nonetheless, we got a lot to talk about today. This is the new year. I want to talk new games that are coming soon. Some games that I'm very much anticipating and looking forward to checking out, um, as well as, you know, some partial anticipated games I want to talk about as well. Uh, coming and then I got to bring up Megaton Musashi again because that game is just so awesome and I got to tell you as to why you need to invest in getting a Japanese uh, account for games like this. This, this. These are gems that may not ever come to America so we'll be talking about a little bit more on that to this episode but you know to start it off to start off the year with a review it's not going to be a pretty one. This is going to be rough. Um, we got to talk Rumblefish. Uh, you know, I'm, if any of you have listened to the show, then you heard me express my love for fighting games as my number one primary genre of any game genre that I've ever played. And there's there was always a lot to talk about the Rumblefish game series that was in Japan. This is like what's supposed to be one of these hidden gems. Um, well, this is I don't know what's going on here, but uh, we're going to talk about this because this game and I'm not going to like leave you hanging this is going to be a rant review <laughs> this is this is not going to be an endearing review of a of a game that i supposedly love but this is like everything i didn't i i don't like about fighting games this is like the what not to do in fighting games uh in here and this is unfortunately rumblefish is going to be an example and this so stay tuned for this because if you have if you've been wondering about buying rumblefish and i know there's a lot of mixed reviews out right now um with it stay tuned to the final stage because we're going to talk about that there but let's get down to 
you know, talking about the newest games coming this year. 2023 is going to be an insane year of our favorite fandoms. I mean, like Marvel's going to be coming out with a lot of interestingly crazy stuff. Um, on top of that, the gaming industry is going to be, especially during June, June is going to be an insane and I mean, insane time for video games. Um, I mean, I listed, I, I list a bunch of games that I am anticipating. This is just my list. I know there's a ton of other games that people may want to check out or are anticipating themselves, but these are just mine because these fall into my favorite genres and such. But I mean, and, but there's way more games than what I'm mentioning that's coming out here. But uh, let's talk about it because I'm excited. Um, soon and this month i believe for spoken the full game is going to be released so i am pretty much going to be getting that and you know i played the demo of the game i did like it it was it felt like it was unfinished but i'm i'm hoping that this, this game is really important to me as a black as a black man and in, in, in the black community to have a game published by square enix and to be a game that looks this elaborate and beautiful to star a black female character so I'm very much looking into this game. It looks, it, it looked awesome. It played awesome. Oh, well, it didn't look in as awesome as it could. And I remember when I played the demo, what the one thing I, it, it felt like, like the, all the visuals weren't exactly there, but the gameplay was very strong. Um, I also felt like the photo mode needed some much, it, it, it needed some much needed tweaking. Um, the filters, the shades, the lighting, the contrast, the brightness, it just didn't look right and feel right. So every time I tried to take a picture of Frey, it didn't, it wasn't really what you would say photogenic. It's like taking a bad selfie every single time, uh, not compared to doing like God of War or, you know, photo mode or, uh, was it Gotham Knights? Gotham Knights has a fantastic photo mode, um, uh, in there as well. It, yeah, it, it needs help. Uh, hopefully by the time this comes out, they fix a lot of the things that I felt that had issues with the demo. Um, but overall, the the voice acting, the performances, the gameplay and, and the feel of the game, Phil, it looks awesome. So I am going to invest in that. I'm, I'm really rooting for this game because it was postponed. I was ready to play this in October of 2022, and then they postponed it to now. Hopefully they got everything that they needed to get out of there done. And uh, we can get that cracking because I'm, I'm ready to check that out. Horizon for uh, Forbidden West expansion, I believe, is supposed to come out earlier, uh, you know, sometime this year as well. So I'm looking forward to that. That game, <laughs> that game was so awesome and it got such a bad rep. Not, not really a bad rep, but it, it it didn't get it didn't get its flowers in 2022 because you know you got Elden Ring that came out and blew up everything. You had God of War Ragnarok that came out and blew everything. Everything and a part of me feels like I wonder what it would have happened if Horizon Forbidden West came out right around the time, right around the end of the year, as opposed to the beginning of the year because. You know, this short attention society we live in, we kind of see like out of sight, out of mind. And when something else comes up, the most recent thing that we see, we ended up, we end up like, you know, jumping on. And that's the big focus right there. We're forgetting about everything that's happened in the past, which I, I, I really can't stand that. I really can't understand why we 
do that in a sense or we've become a society that just forgets everything we can become a society that can't focus and can't remember as well as we did before um you know it, it's it's it, it just it boggles me with that like when i was growing up we read books <laughs> we read full articles we had to we, uh in order to you know acquire more knowledge about things to study things and now that you know everything's a soundbite everything's a headline and that's what all people focus on it's just like a fragment of a situation and in this case like the minute something's done we move on to the next thing so quickly like i can tell you now the amount of games that i played throughout 2022 was so <laughs> I played. I mean, you guys listen to the show. You you listen to the show all the time. I've reviewed a lot of games this year. But with that said, I still me. I, I you know I have the ability to remember the games that I played, and I do recall at the beginning of the year playing two games that was really awesome, and that was Pokemon Arceus. It, it, that was another one. We had Pokemon Arceus, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus uh, last year, but everybody's focusing on the recent one, which was crap in comparison, but also forgot. I had literally people on my ACMG Facebook group literally say, I forgot that that game came out earlier than in, in the year 2022. <laughs> so you had that and then you had uh, Horizon Forbidden West and people forget how beautiful that game was, how awesome it was. The photo the, the photo uh, mode in there is some of the one of the best. I mean, really one of the best. The, the stuff that I was able to do, uh, especially when it came to making, you know, uh, for doing uh, images for the show and, the, you know, my cover images for the show. It was awesome. Like I was able to do so much with it and the facial expressions, the amount of detail that they went into the game. Like we need to give that that game so much more credit. I'm looking forward to the expansion because they're going west into the Hollywood, um, into Hollywood. So I'm looking forward to that and seeing all the chaos is happening there. So that's one of them. Another game that has been teased throughout 2022 as the new action uh, adventure game is Wu Long Fallen Destiny. This game looks like a definite, definitive next gen game console. Uh, I mean, game, I should say, not game console, but. I am looking forward to this game. It looks absolutely fantastic. Uh, let me get into this real quick to see what is, who's part of this. I think this is, a, yeah, this is a Team Ninja and Koi Tecmo game. So I, that's one of the biggest reasons why I'm really excited about this game because I love both those companies. Though Team Ninja really does no wrong. They've been doing some awesome games for years. Um, one of my favorite games that they worked on, believe it or not, was, um, what was it? What was it? It was Marvel versus uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. They also worked on Ninja Gaiden and, you know, whole sorts of games. I'm not a big fan of Neo because, you know, like Elden Rings, that game is way too freaking hard. <laughs> I, I can't, I, I really can't stand that game. I have both the first and second one. I was hoping the second one would, you know, have some, would kind of let you go in a way, but nah, nah. So, I mean, them and, and, and Koi Tecmo, who also is responsible for all the dynasty, you know, warrior games and, and such. Um, I mean, they're great. Dead or Alive is also one of their uh, games under their deal too. So I have full confidence in this game coming out. I am looking forward to this. I, my only 
wish, I pray that this game does not linger with the, it, 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 I hope it's not like Neo 2. I just want this to be a really fun experience. It looks fantastic. Can we just make it that way? Um, I, I really would like to just enjoy this game however I want to. If I want to be challenged, let me be challenged. Um, if not, I mean, this is, you know, I, I, I just, I, I want to enjoy this. I want to enjoy this the way I want to enjoy this. I want people to enjoy this, to enjoy this, um, especially because, you know, this is right up my alley. Like I say, I'm a fighting game fan mostly, but I'm also a fan of, you know, you know, feudal Japan games, games based on feudal Japan and, you know, games on the dynasties of, of China and such like that. So this is kind of based on the later Han dynasty era and it plays on kind of the uh, dark fantasy vibe to it as well so um i'm very much looking forward to this game because it looks epic as hell so um one of the biggest surprises that we got happened during the game awards and that was bayonetta origins syriza in the lost demon uh so i was already thrilled like many with bayonetta 3 and to find out that we're getting another bayonetta game but something with a different look a different visual style um, a different way to gameplay, almost like an isometric style, you know, form of gameplay, action RPG type of style. So I'm looking forward to that as well, which is coming later this year. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is the most anticipated game of all the games that are going to be on my list. Uh, cause you know, there's a lot of expectations coming for this. This is the legit sequel to Breath of the Wild and one of the rare Zelda games to get a sequel, by the way. Um, I don't, I think there was one other game that got a sequel in the Zelda series, but most of them don't normally get a sequel. This one does. Like Breath of the Wild can be considered the Final Fantasy VII of the Zelda series, you know? And this is supposed to, you know, follow up and it looks ever so awesome. And it's coming out this year. The anticipation is uncanny. It's, it's amazing people are just chomping at the bits to get at this game and hopes that this is going to do exactly what the other one did but better and there's there's so much high hopes for this game it's huge but if anybody can handle it it's nintendo and miyamoto they they have done this many times before uh i expect nothing but you know the best from them so suicide squad killed the justice league was also a delayed game that was supposed to come out uh, earlier in 2022, but it was delayed. It's definitely coming out. We got to see a lot more from this game. We know um, it's based around the Arkham series. Uh, Samoa Joe, wrestling fans know Samoa Joe and AEW and Ring of Honor. He's going to be playing the role of um, King Shark in this as well. So that that's going to be awesome. But most of all, you guys remember it was announced at the Game Awards that this will be Kevin Conroy's final performance as batman actually maybe even his final performance period uh you know he's going to be in the game reprising his role as batman and uh this is going to be very interesting i'm looking forward to this uh, more than anything i think a lot of people i think the announcement of king uh you know people i think were already hyped for this game because it's rocksteady that's working on us but even more now it was, I thought the game was going to make sales alone, but now with the um, announcement that Kevin Conroy's, you know, going to be on here and this is his final, this game is going to make so much. 
it's gonna it's gonna sell so many units i i guarantee it so looking forward to that as well of course me being a fighting game fan i'd be remiss if i didn't mention street fighter uh six which is coming out in june as you I, I was one of the many selected to be able to play the beta and enjoy the beta and what it was able to do at that early stage and i am ex so excited because this may be the ult this may be i'm saying this this may be the absolute ultimate game fighting game experience the fact that you're able to create your own character the idea that you're going to be traveling around metro city the idea that this game is going to provide so much more than you ever did before in any not just in a street fighter game but any game they are stepping it up so major and they listen to the fans i am looking forward to this the gameplay that i've played before which you guys can check out on talktimelive.com and uh check out the beta footage that i put together that i did uh you know when i played the game and my article on the blog page where i talked about everything that was on there i i'm I, you know i'm so excited i was worried how this was how this uh new installment was going to be without uh yoshinori uh yoshinori ono you know who credit has to get a lot of credit for helping to revitalize not only street fighter but the entire video game community because he came in create uh help develop and put together he was executive producer for uh street fighter 4 and that game is credited to revitalizing and resurrecting the the game and the fighting game industry um the, in the fighting game genre like fighting games were was dying <laughs> that genre the genre became a a dying breed for quite a while and uh, you know we didn't see anything going on and the minute that street fighter 4 came back people woke up people lit up and and people love fighting games again and we got tournaments again and evo became you know better than ever thanks to street fighter 4 and then street fighter 5 came out and during the early stages of street fighter 5 it was awesome and then they started going too far and tweaking it and doing all this online crap with it and adding so much to it and you know i i, I can't speak for the people who started playing the game later but i do recall when street fighter first came out in fact back when i first interviewed kyle a bear about the uh the game the shadow falls and all that stuff um again you can check that out on talk time that wasn't a video interview that was actually a audio interview because i wasn't doing video yet but uh that interview is actually on one of many kyle a bear um interviews is on talk time live in the podcast section you could just type in a search engine for kyle a bear or talk time live exclusive it'll pop up but we talked about uh the game before and the game the the actual base of the game the core of the game was solid it was fun people loved it you know if you go back pe people can say what they want now but it's one of those situations where like people praised the game when it first came out and then years later somebody's going to come in and try to crap on it as if nobody praised it before because they they rely on people to forget about things like that and unfortunately people do this is one of the things i just finished talking about this is one of those issues um but the game actually many people thought the game was solid until they started you know making it an ongoing experience and everything so this time around 
we know that they're going to do an online uh, an ongoing experience with street fighter 6 but I, I think this time they're going to fix all the blemishes that they had uh in in street fighter 5 this time and you know play around with that so we will see how that goes from there final fantasy 16 um i'm excited about this too it looks absolutely phenomenal it's coming out this year oh mate just I, you know what's great about this year of games is that i don't think i mentioned aside from zelda tears of the kingdom and bayonetta which i believe both of them are going to be on the switch almost every game that i'm mentioning are games that are going to be played on um the ps5 this year with me i haven't really gotten like there's more playstation 5 games on my list this year than it is uh nintendo switch last year there was tons of nintendo switch games played so this is going to be exciting i am going to probably have to get a bigger dry a uh, bigger uh, more terabytes <laughs> this year so hades uh 2 which was also surprisingly announced at the game awards um shout out to you know greg casavan and um the crew at super giant games uh another interview that you guys can check out on talktomelive.com when i interviewed him for the first hades game and i really gave him the nod to say like you guys are gonna win an award they won a lot of awards last year for hades uh one so hades 2 should be phenomenal I, I I have no problem expecting nothing but superb uh, quality from that game. So I and hopefully I could get Greg uh, back on to talk about what to expect from this game because one he was an awesome guest and two the game was just it was fantastic. Especially the, they did that game during the pandemic and they had to deal with a lot of things during that time. So um, it was incredible. I'm looking forward to that as well as i'm looking forward to another much anticipated game oh insomniac is coming back in 2023 and winter 2023 with, with spider-man 2 which is going to include both peter parker and miles morales coming back here i am so looking forward to this game because it's going to involve venom and we're getting which we no 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 stranger harry osborne is going to be venom and we got to figure out how this happened how this has come to be this is not this is solely contrast to anything that has happened in the 616 marvel comic universe so or even the movie universe because you know eddie brock is the original uh venom so they're doing a storyline that's going to involve harry osborne becoming venom in this case at least that's what it appears but if you watch the trailer too you also heard another voice and if anybody any comic book fan who used to watch the cartoons and animated series you kind of recognize partly this voice and it sounds like craven the hunter may be in this game too there hasn't been announced yet but um we'll see but craven has become a name that has come up recently in the world of marvel in terms of the movie scene because you know they're working on doing it's said to that they're going to be sony's going to be working on doing a standalone craven movie and there so that, i mean they have some people casted for it but um it's about time one craven is one of the deepest characters in, in spider-man's rogue gallery and i remember reading comics with craven on air but also in watching you know you you'll see him in a lot of animated um uh, a lot of spider-man animated series dating back to the 80s 
But what people don't know is that there's some dark, deep stuff we're craving. Like, if you read the comic books, you know what I'm talking about. Um, oh, I, I, I feel like I, I would like to believe I still had the comic. And I don't want to say, I, it's not really a spoiler. But Craven, I, I don't even gonna go there. Let's just if you haven't, if you don't know about Craven, look it up. He's a very intriguing character. He's a character that hunts, you know, not only just animals, but he hunts people or anybody. He's kind of like the collector in a sense, like a Verf. Um, but he's a deep character. Him and Callisto, who's his wife, is a is a very interesting character indeed. I'm very if he's gonna be in the game. I'm excited to see how they're going to implement him in there. So, because Insomniac has done so well with these games. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. So we'll see. And lastly, The Wolf Among Us. Telltale's The Wolf Among Us is coming back. Uh, to, you know, Wolf Among Us 2. We've been waiting for that game to come out too. First one was awesome. Artwork is always great. The storytelling is phenomenal. Telltale, nobody does it like Telltale. Nobody. So I, I'm very much looking forward to that. Those are most my most anticipated games, but I do have some partial anticipation uh, as well for certain games that are coming out, like Fire Emblem Engage, for instance. Like I always have been a Fire Emblem fan. I don't buy every Fire Emblem game because I know if I do, I think mostly because if I do, I get so invested into the games and then I don't have, look, let me tell you this. I'm still playing Super Robot Wars right now. I have not finished that game because it it is so it is the longest played game that I've ever had like this game never ends <laughs> it is it, like Fire Emblem it is a real-time strategy tactical based game whatever you want to call it and but this case I there's so many stages and they got and on top of that there's DLC stages as well but the main core story of this game it feels like it's going on forever and these tactical battles are awesome but once you think you're finished no there's another part of, i'd like they went on forever this is the longest real-time strategy game i've ever played so fire emblem kind of goes around that way too but they eventually do end <laughs> in some cases but with that said also the visual style the character uh, style and the story development and the voice acting and everything it's just a one of some of the best beautifully packaged uh you know games of that genre that i've ever played so i am excited about that i may may pick it up i'm not sure we'll see star wars jedi survivor i am excited just for the fact that they're coming back but after playing the first game i'm one of the rare people that doesn't enjoy the game immensely as other people have because i hate that i hate the map i hate the navigation and i feel like i go into circles it's not easy to navigate through those stages because the map is so confusing at times um if the if they fix the map if they put it if look if they I hopefully they'll do it have put out a demo because i'll play the demo just to see and if the map seems easy to follow than it did before then i'm for it but sometimes i found myself getting stuck playing um jedi fallen and i, I just stopped playing after a while because it just it, it's it, it it takes away the experience and if you're just walking around and you know moving around the stages and trying to figure out where to go and everything you just get lost and it takes away the the, the fun of the game 
and that's just me um that was just one of my biggest issues is that the the map and navigation was so convoluted that i couldn't get to point a to point b enough to enjoy the story so after a while i just stopped playing so if they have improved on that aspect then maybe i will jump back in and play that one otherwise because it sucks too because i love the performances i love the gameplay and i know people have beaten it already but i just felt myself not enjoying it as much because of that aspect so um crime boss rocky city with this all-star cast i'm so intrigued by this game because of the all-star cast not because of the premise not because of the gameplay just the fact that you got a game that brings together michael madsen from reservoir dogs or any you know uh any game you know what's funny we talk about quentin tarantino hating on the marvel you know studios games i don't understand why he's not hating on the video game aspect as well like there is very similarity there's a lot of similarities to the video game genre as it is to marvel cinematic universe i don't get it like michael madsen and danny glover and danny trejo and all right vanilla ice aside and chuck norris you know you got all these guys you got you got a-list celebrities the same celebrities that will play in those marvel movies or play in a in tarantino movie also do roles in these games why isn't there an argument for the games as well the games put on the same type of presence that you would do it in the game i don't understand i just feel like there's just this bullying aspect to the marvel cinematic studios because of how successful they are it is there's a certain sense of envy and resentment towards this genre because it's doing so damn well and people are appealing to it with these guys not understanding why people are appealing to it and there's a human element to it there's a real world element to these deals i i feel like that they're generalizing and i'm saying they and i'm saying like uh the scorsese's the fords the you know tarantino's i feel like they generalize the comic book movie way too way too um simplistic and in a way that you really haven't watched them thoroughly to understand why somebody like angela bassett is you know getting nominated for a golden globe award for a performance in in you know wakanda forever which by the way if you guys haven't heard wakanda forever february 1st on disney plus they're kicking off black history month uh very you know off the off the start here but i digress you know these guys are going to be in this game and i'm just really intrigued to how this is going to be this is a an eclectic you know all-star cast here um and then he threw vanilla ice <laughs> so I'm, I'm really interested in this diablo 4 i'm kind of intrigued because i've been playing you know i've been playing I've, I've been having the double dutch dilemma so to speak with with the uh diablo 4 or the diablo series in general and I, when i say double dutch dilemma it's me hesitating to jump into proverbial rope of opportunity of playing these games you know will i enjoy these games it feels like something i enjoy if i already enjoyed games like haiti i enjoy games like um i you know games like uh marvel ultimate alliance I don't understand why i wouldn't enjoy this game i don't I, something about it i just kind of stay off and i every once in a while i look in the e-shop and i'm like it's on sale should i get it and check it out because it's a very beloved series but then i'm like what why would i love this no i have not nobody's ever told me why would i why i would enjoy this you know from a storyline standpoint at best not from a gameplay standpoint so um i am intrigued that this is coming out it looks awesome i did see the uh 
the game awards you know announcement and presentation of it so i am slightly excited for this um a game the last game i'm going to mention is a game that i totally forgot that it was announced um arc 2 which is uh starring vin diesel in there thinks it's one of his games and i it, like it was a while ago since they talked about this game and i i believe this is coming out in 2023 hopefully it's coming out in 2023 too so we'll see hopefully we'll get to see more of what is in store for that game but that's all the games that i am anticipating I, that's not even remotely all of the games that i have that is coming out but that's the games that i'm anticipating for me and maybe most of the games that i am going to be reviewing this year so stay tuned for that i know for spoken is going to be one of those games i damn sure know street fighter 6 is going to be one of those games um as well as spider-man 2 and hades and yeah everything i mentioned i'm probably just gonna <laughs> kidding so with the exception and the maybes will be the ones that i mentioned on a partial anticipation from there so we'll see all right last thing i want to talk about before we go into my rant review of Robofish is i'm gonna bring up megaton musashi again because i finished playing the second season um not only did i finish i playing i i don't even want to say play i invested in this game because one i'm playing this game this free game this and, and when i say free game i can't i i need to describe this in a way that makes you clearly understand when i say free not freemium but actual free this game is a full game that you download 20 gigs of memory into into your um playstation 4 or 5 or your nintendo switch the japan account of course but you're getting a full game that means like even if you're playing offline you're still playing this game and they didn't charge you a damn thing for it this is not like a freemium game where they say it's free but it's only online reliant like you know like it is with uh what is that uh genshin impact games like that where it's free but you only get to play it if you have an online subscription no this game is free and you can enjoy it playing both online and offline and i gotta tell you folks you have to play this game if you're a fan of like anime mech like mecha games this to me is like the ultimate the stuff that you could do on this game is so awesome so i replay what i did is that they, they you know mega ton masashi cross they allow you to play new game plus so if you have like i have the original game i purchased the original game uh, a while back if you guys remember i reviewed that game um for those who are new go back into the archives and check out the uh the original one that i did on the uh, on um talktownlife.com in the search engine of the podcast page you'll find it there season two is out the story mode is out they got more um new rogues as they call it. the rogues is the name of the mech the giant robot mechs that you uh commandeer in, in pilot and i replayed it using a new game plus mode so i started from scratch but i still had everything all of that all of the the stats the level up that i did the uh equipment that i had from the first game experience it all transferred over to the second and then with the differences this time i get to play the first season and the second season so what was great about this playing it this time is because i actually got a chance to watch the first season anime with subtitles like uh somebody out there thanked them immensely because they took the time they loved the the 
game as well and they love the anime so much that they got a crew to subtitle it so i got a chance to see the subtitle now when i played the game the first time it was kind of like you can not you don't have to play you know you can play the game without understanding extremely what the premise is about but you can go online to find out what the story is about and just play it off from there but now that i watched the actual anime uh series of season one i was able to truly understand what it was going on with the series and what the, which characters were uh what the characters were about so when playing the actual game i knew it because it, it really the game plays off from the actual anime series and including adding cutscenes from the anime series on there so you're just re-experiencing the first season in the game so now you have a better understanding of what's going on, who these characters are, what they're based off of, what the premises and the story of. So I'm, I'm more interested. I'm more invested into this game more than ever. And it was awesome. It was even awesome to play. And the season two is even better. And again, when I say free, and I mean free because of this. Remember when I mentioned that this game was out, that you got Messenger Z and Get a Robo as, you know, guests, you know, um, guess rogues if you are mechs that are in the game so what i loved about this is that you can unlock all the all of the parts for both of those mechs for free they're in the game they're, they're like in game you have all you got to do is find them they, they you can unlock them by playing certain stages in the um in the game and they you can unlock them randomly and they end up coming out i got i've got all of them unlocked this is awesome there was no d there were not any dlc that you had to buy they're no in that purchase that you had to buy both of those guys both of those robots are in the game and you can play them this game i've never seen a developer level five i don't know i still don't understand why they did this I know that they have a paywall system with the online play, and I think that they're hoping that people have the online play. There are other seasons that are aiming to come out as well. There's a movie that's also coming out too uh, for the game. So I will tell you this, if they give us season two for free and season one for free, and then they charge us for the rest of the seasons, I have no problem with that because this was awesome this was absolutely awesome i love this game uh i would be willing to pay yen for the other seasons especially if i could play it on the road and just play it offline i'm down with this if that's their if that's their goal i hope that's their goal because they deserve the stuff that you can do in this game is so awesome they deserve to get the money for the work that they put into this game if you again if you're a mech fan you grew up playing like all the uh, Gundam games and all this stuff. I gotta tell you, Megaton Musashi is a game changer in this in this field, in this genre of games that you're playing. Level five, absolutely tore this up. And unfortunately, level five has not announced any localization of this game, nor the anime either. So I hope that both of them over the years, they ended up just saying like, just put it out. Cause I think, I know, I have a big feeling that this if they market it right if they promote it right this game will be able to sell in the u.s so if you so for now like i said if you haven't you know if you are dying to play this game if you've seen uh you know footage of this game go out of your way get 
especially you know for nintendo switch owners you can apply for a you know in a japanese account for free doesn't cost you anything the only thing you got to do is basically turn your u.s currency into yen get a yen eShop card you could do that at, you know any you could go on amazon and do that you can but i recommend going to play asia that website i've bought from that website for years is legit they sell a lot of imported games and, and items and accessories and, and stuff like that over there um i've i've been buying you know for that place since the psp not the ps vita the psp that's how long ps uh being play asia has been around and um you can get it from there too so i i tell you man it, it's an awesome awesome games go out of your way check it out it's just one of those gems like um the what is the other ones i got a bunch of japanese uh imports from over there that is never seen super robot wars is another one we have yet to see the light of day in other games it's on super robot wars for some reason it's only on steam the you know they they localized it for the steam only it has not come out for the nintendo switch america even though i am playing it it is from it is from the japan account which is weird because it also has english text on there it has english options on there um as well as the uh what is the other one i can't think of that um common writer i got a bunch of common writer games that are also and i got another um a gundam real-time strategy based like super robo wars I, I, I have that one that is also in english i have the common writer games that are also in english but they're never seen the light of day in, uh, in america and some of those games have been out since 2017 when the when the switch first came out and they still have not been localized yet so i don't know but all i know is that there's a lot of great gems in the japanese nintendo eShop that you guys need to jump on you know if you're true blue like me you would jump on it so um by the way if you want especially to all of our new listeners out there you know come especially coming from Podbean or whatever like that let me know what your most anticipated games are you know check it out if you're listening from the acmg facebook group let me know what's your what's the most anticipated game that you're looking forward to this year i'll put out a post for that one as well later on today too so um no let us know i'm, I'm looking i'm really curious as what you guys are looking forward to um you know i got a few comments on the comment section of Podbean and stuff like that so you know check it out and shout out to all our new subscribers on that platform too you know you're there i noticed i see you guys so check it out there actually before we end off this segment i do want to point out that wrestling fans and i'm talking about like hardcore wrestling fans who watch japanese wrestling uh in particular new japan pro wrestling recently wrestle kingdom uh, i believe 15 arrived and we got to see probably one of the best matches of the year already <laughs> and kenny omega versus will Ospreay, but not only just talking about how awesome that match is and it's a must-see match it is a match that levels up to anything that you can compare it to in all your favorite fandoms consider this the end game of all wrestling matches this year with these two they just did some phenomenal phenomenal stuff that you know and it was great the storytelling and everything was awesome but what people are really talking about is the entrance from Kenny Omega, which if you anybody who's following Kenny Omega, you know one major thing about him and is that he is a hardcore gamer. And he, a lot of his movesets are named after games, including his infamous violent knee 
to whatever called the V trigger, which he bases off Street Fighter five. Now, here's the thing. Remember, I just mentioned about how people, you know, are crapping on Street Fighter five recently, but has but praised the game when it first came out. That's a proof right there, because Kenny Omega based his his, you know, move off of the V trigger, which is something that you got a chance to see on both Street Fighter four and five. So think about that for a sec. But um, he also is a major, major Final Fantasy fan, and in particular, a Zephyroth fan. And this is not the first time he's come wearing Zephyroth, you know, related gear to the ring. But this is probably the best because the gear that he came out was strictly from the recent Final Fantasy game uh, remake, and it was inspired by Zephyroth. He came out with the Zephyroth music. He came out with a video on a, on a big Titantron screen that he waved his hand out and the one winged angel came out. The one winged uh, deal came out from there. So um, it was probably one. He, he's done some really elaborate and awesome entrances. This is possibly one of the best entrances that he's done so far. And I tell you, man, it is a must, absolutely must see. You have to go out of your way, check it out. Um, you can check it out in New Japan Pro Wrestling World. I don't think it's really expensive at all. I would just say go out of your way, check it out now. Like if rest, if you're a wrestling fan, you had to know about this. You heard about this, but if you haven't seen it, go out of your way, check it out now. If you go to um, New Japan World right now, you can buy it. I think for a significantly low price for a monthly fee, and you can also cancel out at any time. Like normally, I I subscribe to New Japan World only to see Wrestle Kingdom uh, and then I opt out after a while because you know I see what all I need to see and sometimes every once in a while I do stay on to check out some of the other content that they have uh, but it, it is a must see just to see that match alone and to see his entrance it is fantastic now I will say also they if you have Comcast and Access TV who also plays New Japan Pro Wrestling they will air the actual match and entire show in about a couple weeks so if you want to just hold off and wait till then but that entrance and that match is a must see nonetheless so folks that will do it for this segment i'm going to take a break come back and i am going to i'm just going to rant i'm going to i'm going to you know let out a lot of frustration about rumblefish 2 and why this is what not to do for a fighting game in this day and age and we'll do that right after this ladies and gentlemen this is dax xavier josiah the host of acmg presents talk time live the podcast you want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime comics movies and games such as this is miley flanagan the voice of naruto this is stephanie shea the voice of sailor moon this is ruben langdon voice of ken masters and dante from devil may cry hey there this is kyle abear the voice of ryu from street fighter 5 this is chris battle character designer of teen titans go here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live!
folks, you have entered the first final stage of 2023, and I'm sadly here to review Rumblefish 2 for the Nintendo Switch, but it also plays on multiple platforms as well. This is a fighting game from Japan dating back to 2005 uh, when it was first released and in arcades, if you will. I saw this on a Nintendo eShop for a while. You know, it's a fighting game. I always love when fighting games, you know, enter the eShop and I'm a big fan of fighting games, so I will buy a good fighting game if possible. I, I looked at this and I was a little bit hesitant because something about it just looked off. And I kept looking back at it, kept looking back at it. I was like, eventually I will eventually check this out. And I looked around to see if there, you know, early reviews of it. And I heard mixed reviews of it. I heard more praise for the original, but this is a port of the, of the arcade original. And I gotta say, overall, I am very much disappointed in my experience with this game for a multitude of reasons. Um, According to the official website, uh, uh, you know, I am. It is said um, to have gained popularity with its unorthodox visual style, and it is very unorthodox and strategic gameplay with a with, with a two gauge system. You know, one that require you know grows in defense, and the other one of uh, offensive moves. And overall, it was really not what I was lived up to. In fact, what they praise. You know, they praise the visual style and they praise the gameplay. And I found both of them to be lacking, if you will. Um, three, three goo and Dimps. Dimps, who's really known for, you know, putting together some really cool games. They were a part of some Dragon Ball Z games in the past and, and other things. Um, they're known to be to be pretty good with certain things. But this one, to me, at least from what I understand, this, you know, was from many people said that this was a good game. Many people who played the original arcade game or the or the original PlayStation 2 game when it was in Japan, they found this to be an entertaining game, but they I've read a lot of comments and reviews on this recent uh installment. And from many people they said that this was a bad port. So what I'm playing may not be the total original experience that other people have gotten before, but Nonetheless, this still was just a bad game. And it, you know, you can say what you will about how the game plays or whatever, or how the game looks or whatever. It still came off a little bit odd just from storyline premise or whatever, because it was just a lot not to understand. First of all, the game is named Rumblefish. They never explain why it's called Rumblefish. It doesn't make any sense. I thought it was just like maybe a spoof off of fighting games but no they they are taking this as a serious game with a serious plot and premise and storyline and the characters are supposed to be serious but all of it comes off cliche and really plays like a knockoff snk game um and, and really like the whole format of the game plays exactly like a king of fighters game or a fatal fury game if anybody's ever played an SNK game in their life, they know how it is. You play a few stages, a cutscene comes in, you play a few other stages, another cutscene comes in, and then you get this final boss that is so cheap. And if people don't understand the term cheap, that means it's like they're just overpowered immensely. Even in playing the the like the, the lowest difficulty level, the final boss is so hard to beat. 
it is insane it is overwhelmingly insane in here and it's just so many things that i just had problems with this game the visuals to me I, well I'll, I'll go with the pros and cons in a sec but let's talk about the story because the story made absolutely no sense to anybody who's never played this game before and if you go into the website the actual official website of rumblefish they give you a prologue of what's going on here the problem is if you've never played the first game you won't know what the hell they're talking about in this version because the prologue is it's it's pretty much just explaining you know the current state of what happened in the first game so i would well, i would have loved that they invested their time to get new fans or new gamers like myself to understand what happened in the previous game no but they just go right to the story premise of what taking based off of what you know happened in that first uh game or whatever and you're left to be confused i had to go into wikipedia to, to find out what the premise was and it wasn't really that it's based on some type of economic and, and economic and infrastructure story of what's going on in their generation and society and in, in the future or whatnot and all of a sudden like any cliche fighting game they create an underground tournament for whatever reason they don't explain the reason for this tournament just that their economy is down everything sucks in that era they're trying to create a new infrastructure to build in it uh in this new climate of this new generation or society this is one boss character that i guess was based on the first one and this certain boss named mr brad this you know decided to come up with a tournament called the ffs eh, uh, ffs i should say which means fight for survival now first of all they don't explain on this i had to again i had to look it up to find out what ffs mean did not tell you what that means so like you're going in you're a fresh gamer wanting to know about this game they don't really tell you why this game is so good why this game is you know popular why the premise is important why the characters are important they don't tell you any of this stuff i mean like they have the characters and all the stuff here and they have the story the backstory of the characters but it still doesn't tell you the whole premise the entire premise of the story which is to me is troubling the other thing is that like again ffs like fight for survival given the premise that this is based around some dreary times in this society these you know downside of of the economy and and the infrastructure and such like that and they come out with this underground tournament wouldn't fight for survival be a better title than rumblefish fight for survival makes so much sense to what i understand what this story is based around if you're in the hood and you like and you're in like poverty or whatever like that and you have a chance to you know compete in a fighting tournament to maybe you help you achieve upward mobility and you have to fight your way through it wouldn't fight for survival be the better title for this game not rumblefish like and i tried to look for why the name rumblefish was relevant to whatever's going on here. i could not find it <laughs> i the developers did a really horrible job 
trying to explain this. So, I mean, like, honestly, I will tell you the only pros that I have for this game. And that is the fact that throughout the game, when you're fighting, the clothing on the characters continue to show battle damage, which I do think is awesome. I do appreciate it does have a little bit more depth and detail in presentation that like as you're going on and you're not you don't get defeated you're like the battle this battle tear and wear and tear on your gear comes off and it remains that way throughout the entire you know story mode and arcade mode if you will until you you know until you get defeated and then you come back with full intact gear which i don't understand why they just all of a sudden you you know you get beat and then you continue the game and then you come back and it's like you just went to the clothing store and you just got new gear <laughs> again but i do like that aspect it, it, i can see where that can be something that you know gamers or fans of this game could be like okay this is what's you know this the significance of this game is that you have a game like it's not the first game that does this snk games have been doing this for quite some time like art of fighting one of the first games that like when you beat somebody their clothing shreds in the battle war and tour it's like it's not the first time i believe samurai showdown to some extent does that too but um this is really a lot of this is nothing new there's no nuance to this game at all none not whatsoever no matter how they try to phrase it or categorize it there's no nuance to this game it's literally a knockoff snk game it's literally king of farce if you will so the cons that i have and i got plenty here the cons I have for this game is the control scheme. The control scheme just feels really clunky and less responsive. And I will say this with conviction, because here's the thing. After being frustrated from playing this game and having to go through the learning curve of this game, like I played this, uh, I think with Zen. And first of all, I he's like, if he's the main character, Zen is the worst main character of any fighting game ever, mostly because if he's supposed to be like the balanced character, he sucks. Because one of the things that I think that, that sucks about him is that his moveset is based on short range attacks. Like you got, is he's more of an infighter. And even more because it's less, the, the controls are re less responsive. If you're trying to pull off like a regular, you know, quarter, you know, circle move, it's hard to, it's, it almost, it, it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's Street Fighter 1 level of, of responsiveness but it's like next level to that it's it's, it's responsive but it, it should be considering it came out in 2004 and 2005 and i'm talking about the first rumblefish and the second rumblefish you would expect the responsiveness of the controls to be a lot more fluid it was not it was by far that um and it, here's the thing i recently decided to just to make sure that i wasn't crazy about my experience here um i played teenage mutant ninja turtles uh tournament fighter you know from you know on the kawabunga collection a game that was released in 1993 for the for the super nintendo for the super famicom if you will why did i have way more fun playing that game in terms of control scheme in terms of balance in terms of difficulty level in terms of visuals i would dare say that teenage mutant ninja turtles tournament fighter the super nes or famicom version 
of that game is five to ten times better than this game in all aspects it is so much fun and the stories may even make sense on on tournament fighter than it is here and tournament fighter is not nowhere near one of the best fighting games ever i'm not going to compare it to something like any street fighter game pick take one pick but if you compare it to the street fighter game like if it was trying it was basically trying to be alpha or you know third strike if you will it pales in comparison because the animation the sprite animation it was just lacking like the one game that could have benefited from a modern control scheme which i'm not really a big fan of as you guys know but if any game needed a modern control scheme of just simple control schemes to just pull off moves it is this game <laughs> it's absolutely this game um it the, the the characters to me was less appealing and they just felt like just knockoffs of every other character that you've ever played in any other fighting game nothing really special will stand out from them as well um the visual style was less appealing the sprites looked like they were you know out of place from the actual background stages and i've seen games with 3d stages before we're using 2d sprites um i'm going to mention marvel versus capcom for one thing uh there's a few capcom games that does it really well that still makes it feel like marvel versus capcom 2 especially you got 3d stages with 2d characters and they blend in perfectly this one felt like it just stood out the character animation felt like it, it it i'm not joking it looked like flash animation it was terrible um when you look at games like guilty gear they're rich doesn't matter which guilty gear but i'm gonna say the first guilty gear uh you look at games like that <laughs> and then you look at games like this and let me see when did guilty the original guilty gear come out original guilty gear came out when did that arrive why am I not getting the original date for Guilty Gear? This is release date. Nineteen ninety-eight. Just a few years shy from this game. Guilty Gear. The original Guilty Gear came out in ninety-eight, and it looks tons better than this visually. There's so many other like there's so many fighting games that I can compare to this that is better. This was not a game that you would call upper echelon or caliber, or, you know, quality caliber, esport caliber, if you will. And because of that, like the price point is not nearly as worth what they like. This is not a $30 game. This game was it, it should not be $30. It, it should not be $29.99. This game is more like a $15 game. I'm being very nice by saying that it is no way near for what they provide and, and the options that they provide are just so mediocre like arcade mode it's like you're just you're for 30 dollars you're getting in a central arcade mode training mode uh i guess survival mode like it's the essentials of that i i've purchased game fighting games that give you way more of an experience than this and i get i get it this is a port this is a port of an old game from 2005 that doesn't excuse it for anything it, if it's a port give it the port price of its worth there are better games that were far less more, more uh, than this again guilty gear is like less than 10 bucks 
I would pay 30 bucks for the first Guilty Gear than I would for this crap. Just was not worth it. Um, I, again, I you know I failed to mention that the con the developers just did a poor job in telling the gamers what this story was about. You know, so that, I mean that was my issue with there. So I mean overall, I was just very unpleased by this game. Um, if you're if you're cheeky enough to want to get this game, I would just say wait until this goes immensely down in price. It is just so not worth the price point that they have. And guess what? If it's like five years from now and they still got it for twenty nine ninety nine, it's not worth it. It it, it it just really shouldn't. This I don't I, I don't know. I don't care if they have critical arts or offensive arts or defensive art, you know, or um, offensive or defensive arts. It doesn't matter. This game did not play right. It did not feel right. And I, like I said, I read the comments on it, this was just so bad. I was more intrigued to hear. Maybe there was something I was missing from this game, but there were people that I've read on threads that played the original port of this game and enjoyed it, but enjoyed the original arcade game release. But this version felt different and it felt like they, there was something missing from this game that was out there and it didn't feel right and didn't play right. Um, people thought that this was a disappointment from the original game so i i have to say this is my first impression of the game so unless they find a way to tweak this game and then not only that because they also charge you for i think it's 1999 and 2999 and 29.99 adds another character it's not worth it you got bad visual uh, style you have bad control schemes and bad responsiveness of the controls you have a terrible story you have a very hard to beat cheap boss and final boss in this game i mean just incredibly terrible and the characters are very unappealing like these are all the things that are bad in a fighting game this is this game was just not worth the money that i played um it is playable up until a point but it's not enjoyable so yeah it's just way crazy that i'm starting a year off this way but it is you know not everything's going to be perfect not every experience i'm going to have is great but it is what it is and unfortunately i give this game a grade of d dare if i do give it a lesser grade than that but um that's all it is for me like i you know if you're a fighting game fan and you're you're intrigued and wondering about this game i'm here to try to warn you to scave off it at least until the price point goes down and i mean dramatically down like ten dollars or less down i do not advise this for anybody and i'm a huge fighting game fan i'm not an esport gamer by any chance i just enjoy fighting games for what it is a lot of fun a stress reliever and you will not be relieving any stress playing this game you will be more frustrated playing the game playing this game this is a throw your controller down and in this case if you own a nintendo switch i highly advise you do not do that <laughs> at any stretch um so yeah, I don't recommend this game at all. I, I highly recommend people get staying away from this game. There's another fighting game coming out. And then there's all sorts of fighting games. Really great fighting games. Hell, Dragon Ball Fighters, Mortal Kombat 11. Um, you know, there are tons of really awesome games. Anything, any of the archive SNK games are better investments of your money than this. They should be ashamed of themselves for this crap. You know, this is... You know, I, I I look for new great fighting games, and this is not it. Like, I, I was really disappointed by this. Thank goodness there's just so many other options out there, 
and thank goodness dnf duel which is a game that i didn't really enjoy playing on the playstation 5 it's to me it's not a playstation 5 caliber game but it's a definitely a great game to play on a nintendo switch and i can't wait till it comes on air because i will be getting it on that so get games like that investing games like that i hope grand blue fantasy comes on there too if they're getting dnf duel and uh in the deal but nonetheless i digress grade a d for this one definitely don't waste your time getting it there's so many other games for it so folks that will do it for the first edition of select start of 2023 hope everybody had a great week i hope everybody enjoyed this episode and every episode of talk time live which you can check out on talktimelive.com all of our audio episodes all of our video exclusives are there for you to enjoy uh free at this time <laughs> i should say um enjoy it all all the major celebrities that are here and you know we got more coming soon so stay tuned for that and um you can definitely check it out and especially our blog content our media content myself with the cast um of bleach the cast of uh my hero academia the og pokemon crew why did i uh that i was about to say why did i get married that time i got reincarnated as a slime all there go out and we check it out on talktimelive.com and if you are subscribing on uh podcast platforms where pretty much everywhere podcasts are played including spotify iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher popping tune in audible pocket cast pandora and of course if you're on tumblr type in talk time live you can check it you can check it out the show there if you I, I will say for for um tumblr it's been a interesting deal with with tumblr if you you can play it if you're on desktop and you can play it on the app the difference is on the desktop version they no longer put la la uh you know embed the player on there so you click on the link and it'll take you to another web uh to another web page and opens up a new window that you could play the audio there but if you play on the app version there is a media player on there you can just press the, click on a play button and it plays right there you can play it on your uh, iphones and tablets or whatnot so i don't know why i've you know reached out to them to see if they will re like will they embed the player back in again but they said they're not doing that anytime soon i don't know why they chose not to do it but you know it, it it's it's a thing so if you're doing it on tumblr that's what you got to look out for but you can listen to the show on there every week every time i release it there so go out of your way check all of that out and i really appreciate all the new listeners and all the new subscribers of the show i'm glad you guys are enjoying it please keep supporting us and please uh keep supporting us uh as long as we could possibly can we i will definitely keep bringing you the best in all things anime comics movies and games so this sunday we got a double anime feature for you this uh sunday i got the way of house husband season two that i want to talk about and if you guys haven't seen it i will give you a reason why to check out possibly one of the one of my top favorite comedic animes of all time bar none um also battle athletes victory restart is out in, with the english cast on crunchyroll so i got a chance to check that out and want to let you know why you need to check this out and add this to your watch list as well among other news that is going on crazy news that is going on with you know um jeremy reiner and all the stuff that he's gonna you know thoughts and prayers to him and his recovery as well and the, you know the fans uh family and friends of jeremy reiner you know we want to 
we want to bring Hawkeye back. I hope he recovers out there. You know, it's just been crazy week, you know, of crazy events and such like that. And um, also, we uh, I, I don't know what I'm going to do next week for Select Start, but we're definitely going to be uh, having the show back on. But I also will be on back with the Sunday Night's Main Event crew guest appearing there with my man uh, Boris Aguilar. We're going to be covering uh, Ramp AEW Rampage as well as the Battle of the Belt. So I'm pretty much going to be double duty with my man Boris and we're going to have a lot of fun doing that. So if you, uh, this, I, this may be a freebie. I don't know. They, uh, I know some of the shows are on their Patreon uh, and I know they're going to be switching out doing Patreon episodes and stuff like that. So, you know, they, there's the paywall for that, but Every once in a while, they're going to do a free one, which you'll be able to check out on Podbean. So, you know, stay tuned for that. But definitely check those guys out. They're pretty cool. And I always appreciate talking wrestling with those guys there. So, folks, that will do it for me. On behalf of myself, this is Dax Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here. Take care and talk to you guys on Sunday. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.